0: Hello friends, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'll tell you what, I am out here this evening just in awe. I had a day that, well, might have been a little tough, even though it wasn't tough at all. Because what I'm trying to do is, well, just to stay united with this thought of Christ. But during the day when I'm working, sometimes it can be a little harder than others because you're trying to pretend you're something when you're nothing. Oh my goodness, I'm standing here, I just set this up, and now I'm looking at a deer that is sitting in the brush, trying to act like it's hoping I don't see it, and I'm looking right at it, and it's watching me watch it. That is so beautiful. I am so blessed, friends. You just don't understand what I find out here in this wilderness. Here, now I've got a bear. Earlier down the trail, or I was, not a bear, a, a deer. There's a deer here in the trail. And earlier, there was a snake in the trail, and I stopped and looked at it, and it just sat there real quiet, hoping that I wouldn't take notice to it, but I kind of poked at it with my adventure stick. Not to hurt it, just to move it so that I didn't step on it or make it to panic and bite me while I'm in my shorts. And well, I don't think it, it, wasn't anything poisonous, but I don't know whether it has little teeth that might still hurt. And, well, no sense in scaring him to death. And, Causing me a little pain if I can just kind of gently move him on his way. Well, I'll tell you what, friends. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I don't know. At this spot in the woods, a few feet back, might have been a better place. Because it's kind of quieted down now. But it's sunsetting, so now the birds are starting to quiet down. Because it's, well, hunting time. The predators will be out, and the owls will be hunting, and a lot of the things that hunt. So I'm still in the woods, but what happens is the small things that have a tendency to get eaten get a little more cautious come sundown. There it is. I see the head of that deer. It got up and moved around. Now it moved to another spot, so I'm watching it. Watch me again. I bet you it might even be over there with a friend. I might be looking at a different deer. I'm not sure. That's the thing, see. My life is amazing. I come out here to talk to the Holy Spirit. Because I'll tell you what, this is where I find the Holy Spirit. And I've been doing these podcasts on YouTube, so you haven't seen as many show up here on podcast because now I'm doing them there and here and well I've got so many here that I doubt everybody's going through them all so um, and YouTube seems to get a few more hits than here I guess people like videos more than they do podcasts more popular for people sitting in front of the computer well it turns out since I started putting those on YouTube I've been watching a few sermons on YouTube myself of uh other people that are um, talking about god i'll tell you i love my father more than a little bit this holy spirit has been a blessing to me in my life and i just don't have too much to be afraid of anymore and even if i do i just don't know to be afraid anymore because i just trust god i can't live forever so something will take me sooner or later Well, when it does, it'll have me, that's for sure. But it's such a blessing to walk through my life with that attitude now, because I'll tell you what, friend, there was a time that I would have... uh, I didn't come out into the woods. I was afraid of everything. Now I've come to be afraid of really not anything. In fact, my stepson posted uh, up a thing about there are now confirmed sightings along the Blue Ridge Mountains in the northeast and in uh, down like in Virginia or Carolinas there have been multiple confirmed sightings of mountain lions so that means all the way up through including Pennsylvania there's probably mountain lions and well I do know that I've heard of different people had sightings of them in Pennsylvania and in Delaware I remember specifically in Delaware there were sightings that they caught on camera at one point. But they never, I don't think they ever did find that cat. But, well, to tell you the truth, you know, out here in the wilderness, you know that things are going to survive. They just get real quiet so that we don't kill them because I'm sure they're few and far between. But I'm going to tell you, having that thought is a thought that before would have kept me out of the woods. After I'd have seen that, I'd have been like, forget that. There might be a cat out there in them woods. Well, the likelihood is there isn't anyone around here. But, friend, you just don't understand my paranoia. The Holy Spirit has taken my fears from me. Because it just doesn't matter anymore. My father is all that in a bag of chips. And we are what we are, even though we're nothing at all. And I just don't know what to say tonight, actually. I'm kind of speechless. All of a sudden, I felt like I ought to turn this on, even though I don't have a whole lot to say. And I don't know why that is. Because, to tell you the truth, I was struggling from being with the world all day. It left me at that place where I was doubting. The faith I had was dwindling, because that's what happens every day when I go around people and, well... Sometimes I get of this world, and then we I start making judgments, and I don't mean to make judgments, but I do, and then after the fact, I go, wow, well, I made judgments that I shouldn't have made, because I made them, well, I pay the price. So all I can say is, forgive me, Father, for I know not what I do, and then I try to go back to the wilderness, which is where I'm at now, reuniting with this love of Christ, remembering the Father is in us all, and he loves us and forgives us, and what we've got to do is forgive ourselves. We gotta be willing to give everything and ask nothing for it. And that's where I'm at. My father's just all that in a bag of chips, and no matter what my thought of Satan tells me, I just won't buy into its BS anymore. I used to spend too much of my life angry because I was holding resentments over things long past but I've come to see that I was just as guilty as everybody else about things and all of my self-righteousness wasn't causing anybody any joy it was just causing people pain and it was causing me pain and see I have the right to be angry but I also have the right to be happy and I get to choose which one I want because Well, I just trust that my Father wants us all to be happy. He wants us to forgive. Forgiveness causes happiness. And so therefore, I forgive you for you know not what you do. Just as my Father forgives me for I know not what I do. And that's what Jesus told me. Jesus told me I didn't need to judge, I didn't need to understand, all I have to do is Forgive them, for they know not what they do, so that I can be forgiven also. And I believe that, Jesus, because he told us the truth. And I know he told us the truth, because I've gotten the opportunity to see it. My Father has revealed enough to me through time different ways and experiences that it just doesn't matter. I don't even really need to discuss it. I've said it a hundred times and, well, you can say everything and still say nothing at all. That's just the way of it. Both are true neither are. Well, friends, they've built up these logs piled up on top of each other for mountain bikers to jump over. But I'll tell you, walking on them, bit more of a challenge. There we go. For a gentleman like me that isn't a youngin' anymore. You know, it's a miracle that I'm out here in the woods having faith in God and talking to people about this love of Christ. I would have never thought that I'd have seen these days. There was a time I was so hateful, so unforgiving. And now, every day I wake up for another day of going out. And I'm in the trenches, friend. I talk about that all the time. The front trenches being... Places where people, you know, have been suffering and, well, they need to find a way out. And other people need to help other people find ways out. And so trenches to me are anywhere where people are suffering and they need help. And so, I'll tell you, I look forward to my days in the trenches most days. It's very rarely a time when I'm not looking forward to helping people feel better about themselves and find a higher new truth of Love. And sometimes it's the love of Christ, and sometimes it's just the love of each other and the love of me. And Well, we just all do this the best we can. I can't teach Jesus everywhere because I don't work in a place that, well, condones me doing that, even though I do it. Because I'm allowed to an extent, as long as I don't get ridiculous about it, friend. I try to keep everything because, you know, that's the way it is. Love is what love is, but what I know is that people know who I am because they know who I serve, and I keep that in mind. In fact, the one preacher on TV tonight, or on YouTube tonight, talked about, she did talk about, uh, it's funny, I never really listened to anybody preach on YouTube. I've had no interest in religion, friend, so it's kind of funny that now, but you know what happened? I listen to that because I don't listen to anything that doesn't have to do with Jesus for the most part or the Holy Spirit unless the Holy Spirit leads me to things. And sometimes I will be led to some things. Sometimes I will watch something that looks completely out of context or character for me as a person that says he doesn't watch anything else except for what his father puts him to. But sometimes he shows me things in strange places. But I always get what I need. And sometimes he needs to send me to strange places to get messages so that I realize it's him giving them to me. Because I'll tell you, it isn't like I talk to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit talks to me. But you can't know that that's true. And well, shoot, some days I'm not 100%. (laughs) You know, what can I tell you? Except I'm 100% all along. Both are true, neither are. This is what I know. I know that when Jesus was in the wilderness, if you crawl correctly, his thought of Satan told him to turn that stone to bread. And he said that he wouldn't uh, tempt the Lord as God and, you know, he wouldn't do these things. And so, what you, you can pretty much seem to make sense of coming out of that wilderness is though he was out there in the wilderness. He wasn't creating miracles, friend. he came come out of there with faith. He came out of there faith knowing who he was. And receiving the Holy Spirit isn't something you can prove to anyone else nor really prove to yourself. But I've received this Holy Spirit. And I'm confident that it is the voice of my Father even though I can't prove it nor do I need to. But what I do know is because of it, the love... And forgiveness that I have has multiplied by oodles. I can't even explain it to you, friend. There's no way that I'd have been on here. I tell you guys on here, I love you all the time. I've never done that, friend. That's not what manly men do, and that's not what I was trained. (laughs) i tell you. I tell you, my parents are Christ-like, but they've been growing up like I have, see, because my, well, when I was younger, my dad didn't think the way he thinks now. He didn't have much patience for boys that cried or had emotions. I was supposed to be a man, just like everyone else, taught that real men don't cry. You know what, though? I found out that's a lie what happens is real men cry because when they cry, they don't want to beat people up. If you're going to have to have an emotion, you might as well have it come out the right way instead of sideways and hurting people. Because Jesus told us he wanted us to love thy neighbor as thyself. So whatever it takes for me to stay in this Christ state of mind is what I'm willing to do. And if crying's part of it, well, then it is part of it. Just a couple of days ago, I was crying over something. Oh friend sent me something on Facebook, a uh, song, and something about it touched me, and it made me cry. And it was great, because I needed to cry. I needed to get that release of emotions. Because i tell you what, friends, I see what's coming, just like everybody else. Unless you don't. Most people, I guess, don't, really. Jesus said, be forever watchful, but nobody really watches. They've been told that, well, if they believe Jesus died on that cross for them, that they don't have to do anything. They can just get that kingdom in their death for free. And as much as they think they ought to maybe do something, they choose to do nothing. But what they didn't understand was, well that church lied to them and they didn't really read jesus themselves they never got a bible with what jesus said and read or went and bought a bible and then highlighted what jesus oh my goodness a rabbit in the field it turned and made two humps now it stopped up oh, there it goes look at that so tonight i've seen rabbits and squirrels and deer and snake man i'm just having a night in the wilderness pretty nice for evening out I feel blessed friends very blessed to have the love in my life that I have through other people and to be able to see God's creatures out here in the wilds even though I'm only in Valley Forge National or yeah, Valley Forge National Park. I'm on one of the back end spots that's like way off the beaten trail. You never know it's here unless you're a local. So only the locals come here because it's all like walking trails for people with dogs and stuff. But there's not that many people because it's so hidden that I'm not even sure a whole lot of the locals find it. I ran into a guy and he told me how to find it. And I, to, you have to, it's down behind a house, it's down this dirt road. It's cool anyway. So, anyway, not that that has anything to do with anything. But as you know, I get on here, I'm just being me and talking about the experiences that I have through this love of Christ. Because I'm not on here to preach at you, friend, because this is a choice. It's a choice of free will. I'm in my Father and my Father's in me, but you're in my Father and my Father's in you. And he told you that when he told you about hanging all the laws and prophets on only two commandments. But people didn't believe that. Those preachers kept preaching Moses instead of Jesus. and Well, those 12 commandments, well, it is what 10 commandments. That is what it is. <laughs> I was thinking 12 steps, friend, 10 commandments. But here it is. It doesn't matter if you hang it on to, oh my, look at this. Now there's a deer in the field, and it's now come out of the field and trotting across the road back into the woods while I'm sitting here watching it. And now it's just stopped hanging out there in the grass, not even running, and I'm just standing still, so I'm not scaring it off. Pretty amazing! What a beautiful evening! I knew my Lord, I knew my father sent me out here for a reason. He sent me to a little more distant one, but this I was supposed to come here. Now I see why, because I haven't seen that much wildlife in one short spurt in quite some time friend and that is so beautiful that is exactly what i needed tonight because my faith sometimes my father knows that every bit of wildlife i see is like a gift he gives me i get to see the joy and then tonight there's these It's a blue blue skies but the sun's down so it's starting the clouds are starting to get that like bright sunset color on the on her on the ends and then there's a couple that are still real white up top it's really cool looking it's just beautiful I treasure my life but friend I just love you guys and I want you to find what it is I've found and I want you to have this kingdom because the kingdom Jesus said we could have in fact this morning literally Friends, this morning I was reading scripture. I don't remember which book because tell you the truth, I don't remember. I don't remember if it was Matthew or Luke. In there, I read that literal statement where Jesus said the kingdom uh isn't will not be said to be here or there, but the kingdom of God is within you. And I've said that over and over and over because that's what the name of this is, the kingdom within. Because that's what Jesus said, and because he said it, I believed it, and because I believed it. Well, I found, I sought it until I became willing to die in order to live, and then when that finally happened, I finally received it. And now I have this great thing, and I can't go back, friend. That's the point. The point is, once you make your father a promise, you've got nowhere to go except for where he tells you. And so now I sound like a man that's kind of, well, sounds ludicrous because he says he talks to the Holy Spirit like other people say they talk to each other. I tell you how the Holy Spirit sends me here and there and tells me to do this and that. I can't prove a bit of it, but all I can tell you is that my life is wonderful. And even if it's wrong, it's still right because I just had a wonderful evening because I listened to the Holy Spirit tell me where to go where I would have went to somewhere closer but I'll tell you what, the likelihood of me seeing a snake in the trail right in front of me to look at. It was a purple snake with a yellow ring around its neck. It was really nice, really pretty. And then it had uh, a rabbit and two deers and a couple different squirrels. It's just It's just been a beautiful night out here and quiet and the birds singing. Oh, the birds in the woods there. I just felt like I was in like a, well, (laughs) where I am, in heaven. Hmm. I don't know how to explain these things to you, friend. I don't even know if I should, except I know I'm supposed to. Except tonight I didn't have anything major to say. I probably won't post it as a thing, but I will post it on here anyway. But I don't seem to have a whole lot to say except for that I love you and that I really want you to read what Jesus said. I really want you to just let go. Learn to do what Jesus asked. Don't read the Bible, read Jesus. Because if you read the Bible, you're what? A Babylonian. That's my word for people that read the whole Bible and try to use it to justify their truth, friend. I'm telling you, if you are of the Christ because you are Christian then it is time to let the Bible go and get down with what Jesus said and make him your savior not Moses not the Old Testament and even the others the problem is since Jesus was the light in the way his words are the most important friends you know I don't like to talk end time stuff cuz that just doesn't make a lot of sense because this is the truth, that the th- your thought of Satan is your thought of fear. So therefore, if you become afraid, you end up making no headway. Instead, you end up afraid and make backpedaling usually. So to be afraid of the darkness doesn't work. However, if you want to know love by experience, if you want to fulfill God's purpose and therefore fulfill your own, that is the purpose, to come to know love by experience. And if you want to know it, now is the time, friend. Because if you think my father's a good farmer, if you think he's good, then he would surely take his crop when the light is at its peak. And friend, if you look around and with the Internet going on and people kind of not believing in this God near as much and the light of Christ getting ready to kind of hit its peak and it might be fading here but it might be growing somewhere else but I can tell you friend we're nearing that place where the farmer will be taking his crop while it's ripe so I'm just asking you to be of the light there's nothing else to want to be except for love and we love our neighbor as ourselves when we give everything to each other cuz I tell you friend she just that preacher tonight read something out of James which is actually not out of the four book of the books of the Bible that I normally say about Matthew Mark Luke and John but the problem is there's all kinds of great scripture all over that Bible the problem is it's mixed in with other scripture and then if you read one the other one confuses you And the only thing you really need is that message of Jesus. That's what you need to get down with. That's what you need to get to know. Because if you get to know Him, I can tell you that everything He told you is going to cover you with everything else. Because He told you to love thy neighbor as thyself, to forgive everyone their debts. That's what is important, friend. He told you that my Father wants relationship with you. I'm telling you, does not care about people abiding in the law he cares about people rising in the spirit of it and the purpose of the law was so that those that chose to could rise in the spirit of it but I think you can see that as that light of Christ fades there's going to be less people abiding in the law and less people rising in the spirit of it which means at that point it's time for my father to take this kingdom that we chose not to do what he asked and let it go so that he can bring his kingdom, which he will get what he wants, and we, those that chose to be Christ-like in spirit, will then get what we want, and that is to love our neighbor as ourselves and not live in fear. But that friend won't come till after the darkness because we as a human race will not unite and make that choice together without him. And the human race says we, we're we going to do that because we're evolved. Friend, we're not that evolved yet. You're not seeing it. And if you weren't seeing it, look at our last election, friend. Did we make that out of love or selfishness? And if you think he, he's Cyrus the Great, friend, then don't listen to me because I'm going to tell you. He is the son of what is that is not. And that is a corporation. So, if you think he's a man of God because they told you that he was going to deceive you. But that is what is, friend. Love is the way. Always has been, always will be. Love and forgiveness is it. Because the truth of the matter is this thought of Satan has no power over you except the power you give it. It's not this evil monster that has power over you, it really doesn't have the power that you thought. The problem is we teach each other that, but that isn't what Jesus said. So, read what Jesus said. He's actually the one who made a big deal about the Satan, because you will not find much about it in in the Jewish tradition, not at the level he did it. He just really kind of made a big deal of it, but I'm going to tell you what he did. Not that you're going to believe it, but he went and split the divine right down the middle, and he showed you that love and forgiveness is the love of Christ, which was him, because even when they went to whip, beat, and crucify him, what did they do? They um, he forgave him for they knew not what they did. He healed the uh, servant of the high priest, even as a last act of free will before they whipped, beat, and crucified him. Friend, so you can take to the bank that his love and forgiveness is for real, and that thought of Satan is your selfishness and your fear. And the more selfish you become, the more evil you become. And in a light sense of selfishness, you think it's not evil, but it is. He divided it right down the middle. And the choice you make is the one you have, and the one you have is the one you make. Unless you make the one that Jesus gave you, because the only way to get a holy thought is to get to know that Jesus because once you get to know him he will give you holy thought after holy thought before you know it they'll start turning into walls to a new house in your heart well friend i got eight seconds left so may god bless you and yours